The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. Hi, I'm Kristen Holstrom. And I'm Sam McBride, and we are the Custody Queens. We have a new show that we couldn't be more excited about. If you're going through a custody battle, fighting for your parental rights, or going through a horrible divorce, nothing is off limits on our new show. Thought it was love, had kids in between, you can count on us with the custody queens, yeah, you can count on us with the custody queens. Good morning everyone, I'm Sam McBride, I'm here with Kristen Holstrom. We are so excited for today's episode, we are, we left Newport and we are in Vegas. We are in Sin City, everybody. So today's episode is really going to be about all of the fun things that Kristen and I have done so far in Vegas and just kind of get into the city that's it's now back open. Yeah, and boy, is it open. So before we get into exactly what Sam and I did, because we have some really funny stories of the last 24 hours or so, but let's start with just notes to our younger self. So Sam, why don't you start with your note to your younger Sam McBride? So if I was to... Um, give baby Sam some advice, which uh, there's probably a lot of advice to give baby Sam. I would probably say, um, you know, don't stress about relationships. If it works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And that sounds really simple, but I mean, even Kristen and I see this in our industry a lot. You know, everyone probably at some point in your life has had a failed relationship, whether that's because you were in the seventh grade and, you know, Bobby didn't call you back or, Maybe you had a marriage that didn't work out, but at, at some point you kind of have to know when to call it quits. And I'm not encouraging divorce at all. I would never do that. I'm just saying um, you got to kind of check in with yourself. And if something isn't working, then try something else. Um, you know, people are human, people change. And I, I think it's a really valuable lesson that I, I wish I learned earlier in life um, because everyone's kind of gone through it. So. Absolutely. I mean, I look back at, you know, my younger self, all the phases of my life when I was 20, when I was 30, and now that I'm 40, people evolve and people change. And the things that were important to you when you were 20 are not the same things that are important to you when you're 40. And you have to have a relationship and a partner that wants to grow with you and evolve together. And sometimes that doesn't happen. That doesn't make it a bad thing. It's it not a failure. No, it's just a transformation and evolution to the next phase of your life. But yeah, Sam, I think you're totally right that sometimes you have to look at yourself in the mirror and have a, and have a real conversation and just say, this isn't right. It's not happy. And just trust that everything happens for a reason. I truly believe that. Right. Okay, so what I would tell, it's not really my younger, younger self, it's kind of a new mom. Um, so I guess it's, you know, early 30s, Kristen. But I would tell any new parent out there that someone told me one time uh, for my baby shower, for my daughter, a good friend from law school put in a card and she said, this too shall pass. And that's what I tell all the moms out there and the dads, because every phase, every hard night, every sleep de deprived hour that you have, those phases, they don't last. Even the good ones, they don't last. So just for new moms, that phase will, it, it will end and you will have a new phase that will make you happy and make you cry. And same thing for dads, but just don't sweat the small stuff. Just live in the moment and know that it won't last forever. And, and I'm not a mom yet, but Kristen, I, I think that you kind of talk about how 
you know, what you were like as a as a mom initially to Riley, and and now she has three beautiful babies, and just kind of the difference there. <laughs> yeah, I I often use the hashtag third child <laughs> because if if I looked back at my younger mom self when I just had my new daughter, um, I think I was 33, 34, and it was like everyone wears the sanitizer. You know, where have you been? Who have you touched? You know, you're, you're using the white kitten gloves to make sure that your baby is protected, almost like you're putting them in a bubble, right? And I laugh because my second, and I was a pretty chill mom, I think, all you, through. You've all, I've, I've known you for all phases. You've always been pretty chill. Yeah, but and then the second kid, it loosens up. And then the third kid, it's kind of like, you can't dress yourself at one. I mean, you know, like. <laughs> Grow up. Seriously, it's, it's just, you learn to relax and you don't have to have the designer baby bag. I mean, I went from, you know, the, the I think it's Petunia Petals, the really nice, beautiful Norsham's baby bag for my first child. And do you know what my baby bag is now? It's throwing a diaper, one diaper, one bottle, and some wipes inside my purse. You have everything in your purse. <laughs> I do, I, I have a whole world. She could save a village with her purse. And you know what, everybody always needs things that are in my purse, like the liquid IV I gave you. And- That um, was today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I always have everything. And going through security at airports is always fun because I always forget half the stuff that's in there. And then I'm like, why is that in there? But you know, but yeah, just everything happens for a reason. And this too shall pass. That's very true, Kristen. All right. Let's get into some true or false. <sighs> I hate this game. I'm going to I'm going to go first. All right. I love this game as long as I win. <laughs> <laughs> Sam and I are not competitive at all. At all. <laughs> uh, we'll get to that later. Um, all right, Kristen. The Flamingo was the first hotel built on the Las Vegas Strip. Oh, wait, you mean that hotel right behind us? And for all of you listening, you can actually go and watch these videos on Custody Queens on Air and YouTube, and you can see the view behind us. We are sitting in a beautiful hotel with all of Las Vegas behind us, including the Flamingo that Sam just mentioned. But I think the answer is no, because I wanna say like the Tropicana was like the first hotel. Well, you're correct that the answer is no. Okay, but that's all that matters. But you're incorrect <laughs> after that. Uh, Thomas Hull opened El Ranchito Vegas on the corner of Highway 91, which is now known as Las Vegas Boulevard. That, that is some great history of Vegas. I mean, there's there's so much history in Sin City. Guess how much a room was starting out at night? Uh, let's, I'm gonna go 9.99. It was $4. Four dollars. Couple bucks. Ooh, and you know what's funny? I think you can actually stay downtown at hotels down there for like only four times that considering how many years and inflation it should be way more. Yeah, you know, I like mean, can you imagine though, four dollars to go stay at a hotel? No, I mean that's I can imagine it. I'm not sure that I'd want to stay there. <laughs> I'd, I'd probably choose the outside maybe a front lawn or something, but that's crazy. So you used to be able to get you know, room and board for $4. Now you can get a Diet Coke for $4. Right. Well, it depends on where you are. If you're at the airport, it's like 15 bucks. I think at, Dis I think at Disneyland, it was $4. Same price as the churro, maybe four fifty. All right. Your All turn. Right, you have one for me, don't you? I do. Okay. True or false? Don't screw it up. Okay. Las Vegas marries the most people in the United States. That has to be true. 
absolutely true. I told our producers that that one was too easy for you. That ha- okay, yeah, that's true. I wonder okay, what- wait, but I do have an explanation to give. Okay. It is true. It comes at no surprise that the most popular wedding city in the United States is Las Vegas with an average of 114,000 weddings per year. Wow. Now, I think that was probably affected by COVID a little bit, but on an annual average, that is crazy. And you I will- virtually get married? Um, oh, I'm sure you can. I mean, I, I know people that actually went up to like City Hall or I think you could get married at the Honda Center. My aunt got married in Vegas uh, and she's still married to this day. And it was a little, it was back in the day a little bit. And I remember this vividly. I was sitting there eating a bowl of Fruit Loops on the TV, just or like on the computer screen, just like watching, watching it kind of like blink in and out <laughs> and watching my aunt like slowly get married. <laughs> Yeah, my husband. Years ago, but. my husband had a really good friend. He was actually in a part of our wedding, but he got married at that Elvis Chapel. Yeah. I don't know the exact name of it, um, but it, you know, Elvis came out. They played some Elvis songs, and we stayed at the Golden Nugget. And I'm pretty sure that that ended in divorce. Um, so I'm, you know, maybe not the best place to get married. But hey, but love is love, right? Love is love. Let it rule. It was a super fun wedding. I'm not gonna lie. That's awesome. <laughs> It sounds like a really good place to get married. It was. It, you know, it was fun. It was super fun. All right. Uh, third, true or false? All right, Kristen. The Golden Gate Casino and Hotel is the oldest hotel in Las Vegas. True. You are correct. That was totally a guess. 50-50. <laughs> um, it first opened its doors in 1906, making it the oldest hotel and casino in Las Vegas. Um, and it's in, on Fremont Street. So okay. um, Fremont Street, for those of you who don't know and haven't been to Vegas, is one of the best places to go. Um, but I think that hotel actually opened in 1906, and then I think it had gambling for a minute. And then the prohibition and gambling was, I, I'm probably saying all this wrong, but I think that then, <laughs> I think in like the 1930s, you could have a casino again and gamble. So for that period of time, you could it just was stay just there. a hotel. Yeah. Yeah. And for anyone that hasn't been to Fremont Street, I highly recommend it. Uh, there's a lot of activities to do. And it's, you know, it's just, it's, there's a lot of culture. There's a lot of people. There's a lot of things to see. And I think it's just super fun. Oh, and you can get those drinks in the, what are they, leaders, you know, the uh, the yards. The tall fun drinks yeah, are what tall, I call them. Yeah. So, and you can get them with alcohol or with not. Remember, if your kids are with you, to always make wise decisions. And nobody should ever be driving in Vegas because there's drivers everywhere. So That's very true. But it is a super fun place to stay. It's There's a lot to see and do. So maybe your marriage didn't go as planned, or maybe you didn't pick the best partner to have a child with. Or could it just be baby mama drama? Well, no matter what the situation is, we can help. We are the Custody Queens, and you can call us at one 800 419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. Kristen and I actually went to Fremont Street yesterday. We did. And what do we do, Kristen? Uh, we went zip lining down Fremont Street, you know, down- it's like 12 stories or something. Yeah, and it's kind of tricky because it's called Slotzilla, 
for those that are listening. And Sam and I are kind of adrenaline junkies if you haven't got that from our shows. You know, she's still trying to get me to jump out of a plane, which is not happening soon. But I did, I did do, I love zip lining. I've done it in Maui too. It's super fun. But it's kind of uh, deceiving because you only walk up like part way when you start the line. And then all of a sudden you go up like three more floors and you, you lay down on this mat. And then what do you do, Sam? Well, uh, you lay down on this mat, they strap you in. You gotta gotta make sure that you're clipped in. So Kristen and I were checking each other um, and, and making sure we're all clipped in. And then they sort of like elevate you and drop the ground below you. So it's almost like you're flying. It was probably- That's how you felt? Yeah. Because I felt like a whale getting lifted out of a tank. Uh, I felt like it was the closest thing that I was ever going to do or be as a superhero. I mean, yeah. I, you're literally- You, you you're, go down Superman Yeah, style. you're laying, you know, horizontal, your arms are out, your legs are out, and there's several hooks that you are connected to, but you're sitting there laying flat with nothing underneath you for about a minute before they release you. But it's so cool because you go straight through Fremont Street. So you can see everything. You There's like the light show above you because it's kind of encased, which is so awesome. Everyone walking around. It's a great time. Yeah, it, it was a really, really good experience. And we kind of started off a little slow. So I was kind of like, okay, you know, this, it could go faster. And then about 10 seconds in, it speeds up really fast. And, you know, I'm watching Sam way ahead of me and I'm kind of thinking why is it mine going fast but it it was and then when you get to because you're smaller than me <laughs> but then you get to the end and they don't prepare you the workers don't prepare you that you it's it's kind of a hard stop and then you fly backwards a couple times it's a medium jolt yeah but definitely worth the money uh i suggest the gopro package because you probably get some good footage there but if you are in fremont street and i don't know the age limit um i know that there was teenagers doing it so definitely check it out slotzilla fremont street and maybe sam and i'll see you there next time yeah all right, so Sam, what did we do? Like, how did we get here? We got here in a air by foot, no, in an airplane, <laughs> uh, which was great. It was wonderful. Yeah, so Sam and I got to fly here together, and then the first stop that we made was Wreck It. Rec Room. Rec Room. Oh my gosh, I can't say it right. The Rec Room is awesome. Um, so I don't know if everyone has heard of these things. I've kind of heard of them in passing throughout the years, but I've never actually thought to go to one and kudos to Kristen for bringing me to one. Um, but basically they have these rooms set up and you put on these like body suits and hazmat, helmet. like hazmat suits. And then you like pick your weapon and you go into a room and they have all these TVs, printer, bottles, you name it. Just crock so pots. You, and you can, yeah, Kristen crushed the crock pot. <laughs> um, but you go in there and you close the door and you're in there for 30 minutes and you can just wreck things. And it's incredibly therapeutic. I didn't think I needed to beat anything up. Turns out I did. Um, Kristen too. And, and listen, I, I wouldn't want to get in a fight with Kristen uh, <laughs> after beating that room with her for 30 minutes. I'll tell you that. I am little, but I am mighty. Yeah, so imagine for everyone listening that you're going to like a 1980s garage sale, okay? And you have VHS tapes and you have, you know, your grandma's crock pot that was bought in, you know, the 70s, like the first one and just junk, but plastic, glass. I mean, old TVs that, 
you know, have the thick back behind it that they don't even make anymore. And you walk in and there was three tables set up and all of this stuff was just stacked on all of these tables. And, you know, we they told us the rules before we could go in and I accidentally broke one of the rules. But you, yeah, you, you walk in and they say, pick your weapon. And you're kind of like- You like a crowbar, a mallet, baseball bat was really fun. Yeah, the baseball bat was my favorite. I accidentally threw the crowbar um, because I when, I when I went to hit something, I didn't realize it was so much heavier than the baseball bat and it just flew out of my hand. So I was very lucky that I did not injure anybody. She's small and mighty. <laughs> but I will say when I hit that crock pot, you know, and I talk a lot about crock pots on here because she you loves know, to in cook my out mind, of them. Well, one, I love the crock pot. <laughs> I can cook lasagna in the crock pot. I can make salsa chicken. That is my go-to. My cooking skills kind of end at the crock pot. But in our line of work, I always tell my, you know, my clients or people that are looking to settle cases, I use the crock pot as an example. So if you have a crock pot that is an antique and that is super important to you and you can't live without it, that is one thing. But if you just have a crock pot that you bought at Walmart or Target and it was $60, you don't want to fight over that crock pot. Because for me to send a letter about the crock pot and the possession of the crock pot and then opposing counsel to get a letter in and respond to my letter, you have now bought the most expensive crock pot that you could ever buy on Amazon. That's a great, great point. Um, in, in litigation in general, whether you are setting a case for trial or you're trying to settle, or a combination of those two things, it is not worth your energy, let alone your money, to argue over the small stuff. Yeah. You gotta narrow the issues. So when I got that bat and I saw that crock pot, my eye was on the prize and I destroyed that crock pot. I actually destroyed it so much that part of the crock pot, which was porcelain, flew onto the next table and shattered glass on that table. But it brings up a great point, right? So. I mean, it was very therapeutic, and Kristen and I always talk about this in our cases, that everyone should go to therapy. It's not just people that are going through a divorce, and therapy may mean different things for different people. You may not wanna go and and speak with someone and, and go through the traditional process, although we always encourage that. There are other things to do, like exercise and these rec rooms. Yeah. They're great. I actually saw this for the first time. We all know that I'm a Bravo junkie is on Vanderpump Rules. They went to this rec room and I said, oh my gosh, like not only does it sound fun, what a healthy way to cleanse, you know, anger or anxiety or stress or anything that's just overwhelming. Because every time I smash something, I was like letting out toxic energy. Yeah. And I was like, I kind of went through stages. Like I went in there and at first I was kind of like feeling like, can I break these things? Like we had to ask like that TV, we're okay to break the (laughs) TV. Like I wanted to make sure it wasn't like their monitor to like- they're filming you on? Yeah. So I'm like, are we allowed to do that? So I'm kind of shy, like, oh, we could get hurt. And at the end, I mean, me and Kristen, it was just, it was very Hulk-like. So for you guys listening, uh, we will actually have videos of Sam and I at the wreck room just destroying and smashing stuff. So make sure you visit custodyqueensonair.com where we have all of our past episodes and videos and you can see the montage of Sam just destroying tequila bottles. <laughs> empty, <laughs> empty. Uh, and I think we were actually playing baseball with some of the bottles at some point. You know, Sam was tossing them up and uh, showing that incredible swing that she's got. So and you can also see our videos on YouTube and we also share stuff on our website too. And most importantly, on your way out, 
you can play a game of foosball. Uh, yes, you can, um, and everyone knows that Sam and I are, you know, college soccer athletes. Sam is much better at foosball than I. I love foosball. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I, you know, why I don't like it because I'm not very good at it, and I only like things I'm good at. Which actually brings up the next thing that Kristen and I did, and she's, she is so right. I am very competitive, and so is Kristen. And if we're not good at something, we just have to keep doing it until we're good at something. So there's like, I've, I've kind of realized that I just do a lot of things that I know I'm good at. And and maybe one of my New Year's resolutions or my like halfway through the year resolution, I guess now would be to like do more things and get better. <laughs> yeah. But we, we went to Top Golf. Yeah, and to add on what Sam just said, I mean, I'm a type A personality, Sam's a type A personality, and we are, we're creatures of habit. So if I try something and I'm not good at it, I'm like, eh, that's not very fun, that's not cool. And it's just because I'm not good at it. But you're right, like, I have been trying to get into golf for years. My mom is an incredible golfer. My dad likes to golf. Um, <laughs> yeah. But my family's gotten super into it, and Sam and I have been talking about making the time, and last night we got to make the time. So for those of you who have never been to a top golf, you must go. It's not just golf. What else is it, Sam? It's unreal. So, I mean, I would definitely say get a reservation in advance. You gotta get a bay. You wanna reserve a bay. Kristen's a lot better at all that stuff than I am, but it's great. So when you show up, like the best way to describe it for somebody, and I'm probably going to be offending like everybody out there that loves golf and golf. And I know that's like <laughs> probably everyone listening. So bear with me. I apologize. But I felt like it was golf bowling because it's like the, the golf balls are microchips. So when you swing, you can see how far you go. You can Fast. play games. You like put everyone's name in your group and, and you can kind of compete. And, you know, Kristen and I, we we admittedly aren't very good, but we got better towards the end of the night. We did. So my husband loves to golf and he's been golfing for a while. And, you know, we went, our, my first top golf experience was in Scottsdale about a year ago. And I must have swung that thing 30 times before I even hit the ball. And my husband's trying to, you know, give me lessons. And I'm like, I got this, I got this. It's all in there. And I didn't got it. I didn't got <laughs> it. And then we went to Arizona again and we went to top golf. And my kids love it. Believe it or not, my daughter is way better than me at top golf and actually regular golf. Riley's so cute. We actually called her on the way. Way to top golf and she was like what you're golfing no way i want to go yeah i'm jealous <laughs> my four-year-old can do it so everyone with families it is a family affair you can get food you can get drinks um and the one at las vegas had an entire pool behind it yeah you know um i think that's probably a weekend thing and i don't i would guess that that's probably not the day to take your kids uh because we are in sin city after all but it is such a fun experience and you know you don't have to be good but but by the end of the day, or the end of the night, I would say that Sam and I were hitting at, what, close to 100 yards? Uh, yeah, I would say that. Probably double that. I'm kidding. <laughs> but, okay, I do have to kind of rat Sam out for just, like, one thing really quick. Oh, no, this on, is bad. On golf. This is so bad. So there was a period where I was struggling, and I was getting kind of anxious, and, you know, like, oh, my gosh, Kristen, why can't you figure this out? Because I was swinging and missing the ball, like, five times in a row. And one of our, you know, friends, producers that was with us, actually, Sam said it first, uh, what did you? Oh, Sam goes. I can't wrap myself out. Sam goes, Kristen, <laughs> I think you need to hold the paddle a little higher. And I looked at her and I said, paddle? But then she did it 
and she hit the ball. Yeah, and then Cam, one of our other producers, said, yeah, choke up on the club, (laughs) (laughs) which is the correct way to say it. For all you listening, it is not a paddle. Um, But yeah, once I did it, I was freaking nailing it. Yeah, I'm I'm like on my way to a PGA golfer now. I mean, like, so good, so good. So, um, but that is one thing that Sam and I are looking forward to this summer, getting some golf lessons. So for anyone out there listening, if you have some fun top golf type, you know, places that you'd recommend, please DM us and you can always send us an email at custodyqueens.com or you can call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. We know divorce can be difficult and scary when it comes to the custody of your children. I'm Kristen Holstrop. And I'm Sam McBride. And we are the Custody Queens. We are family law attorneys here in Southern California and are committed to compassionate and aggressive representation. With custom case strategies, we can achieve the best outcome for your case. So call us and tell us how the Custody Queens can help you. Call us at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. Kristen and I have just had such a great time so far in Vegas, and our trip is not even near being over. Um, But just to kind of, you know, recap, I, I think that it's important for everyone to kind of get out there and try new things, you know, and, and take the time to do that. I agree. I agree. I think we should try bocce ball too. Cause I'm not very good at that either. I think so. But, I think we need lessons. Yeah. But you know what I'm really that, good at? Do they have a paddle in that? No, it's a, it's just balls. I'm getting fixated on the paddle thing. Uh, <laughs> it, it is all assorted sizes of balls. Kind I know of, what Kind it of is like now. little bowling balls. And I think there's a white one that you throw, and then the object is to get your other balls close. I was thinking. I was thinking of uh, that racket, like racquetball in a gym. Oh yeah, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah. No, but you know what I'm really good at is mini golf. Like I am so good. Like at mini golf. Yeah, and you know what's funny? If I ever get a day date like with my husband, which is rare these days, because you know it's hard to find a sitter for three, um, but. I always want to go miniature golfing, and he despises miniature golfing. And I always, I always want to go, and it's like 100 degrees outside too. But I love mini golf. I am crazy good at it. That's awesome. But there's just no aim. I'm just you know hitting it, and somehow I always get hole in ones. <laughs> That's awesome. All right, Kristen, we have a client email, uh, and I'm gonna read it. Okay. Okay. Hi, custody queens. My ex-wife has been traveling more and leaving our two kids home with a babysitter for overnights. I would love to have them when she travels, but I feel I don't get them as much as I'd like to. I have asked her nicely if I could take them so she doesn't have to pay for babysitting. She refuses and feels spiteful. What can I do about this? Thanks, Rand. Okay, so I'm gonna make this kind of a super short condensed question and we can add on to our answer like on a next show. But the first thing is I would need to see your court orders because some orders include a first right of refusal and some don't. I am not a fan of a first right of refusal. I think it's restrictive. I think it creates more problems than it helps resolve. Um, But that'd be my first question. And there are options if you don't have a first right of refusal. And I would always start with communication. How often is the overnights happening? Is this like a one-off? Is this a girl's night? Is this something that's two two times a week? Because that would make a big difference in my analysis. But it, communication is key and give us a call. We can check your orders and uh, we can go from there. But this is like a full hour long consult on how we go from here and what our next steps are. Yeah, and just to kind of add on that, what a first right of refusal means in a court order is that if one parent 
if it was part of your court order, if one parent had a child, but then had to, sometimes they include go to work, had to go to work or had to be away from a child or their children for a period of time, that they would give the other opportunity to the parent to watch your children rather than go to babysitting. And that's kind of what this question is. And I agree with Kristen, generally, I don't like those as orders, but practically, if your children could go down the street to dad or mom's house and spend a couple hours so that you're out of town and your children don't have a babysitter, I think your your children would probably like it. Yeah. Depends. Most of them don't include work hours just because then you're trying to, you know, find, offer the other parent every time you go to work. But it just, could you imagine like you have one for four hours and then it's like, that's how long my hair appointments take. So now I have to find, I have to offer the other parent time. How far apart do the parents live? What are the activities? You know, I, I do agree if it's an overnight, you know, or a vacation for an extended period of time, that's where the co-parenting relationship is so important. Because even without an order, that's what should be happening, giving the other parent the opportunity first. But we can talk about this more on our next episode. Absolutely. So. You guys, it was so much fun. And for all of you listening, please go to YouTube and Custody Queens on Air because this view behind us is literally insane. I mean, I'm looking at the giant Ferris wheel. I am looking at the Eiffel Tower. It is just incredible. And Sam and I are having way too much fun in Sin City. That's absolutely right. And make sure you guys join us every Saturday at 8.30 a.m. on Go Country 105. You can give us a call at 1-800-419-7772. That's 1-800-419-7772. You can also check out Kristen and I's social medias. Kristen's at Custody Queen Kristen. I'm at Samantha McBride. We also have Custody Queens and Custody Queens on air. Check us out. And we'll see you next Saturday. And remember, let love rule. Thought it was love, had kids in between. You can count on us with the custody queens. Yeah, you can count on us with the custody queens. The opinions expressed on the Custody Queen Show are for informational purposes only and are not a substitute for personal professional legal advice. The persons discussed are fictional and not based on actual clients.